Hello, good morning, it's a snap, what's going on? We're gonna do a finance and investing related mini lesson that's gonna cover many points that are gonna be fucking eye-opening and inspiring and enlightening, and here we go. So as you know, one of my teachings and philosophies is to go and study the masters, study the people at the top of the game of business, wealth, finance, and money-making. And one such way that you can do that in a very accessible way is to go and study big companies. Okay, so here we go, and this fucking screen's too big. Golly gosh, gotta step back a bit. So here we go, this is one sick thing that I do on a Sunday because I get off on this kind of shit. I have an Excel spreadsheet here, and I have Yahoo Finance here. And I've done a few rows just for the sake of uh, teaching you guys what I do here. But what you might want to do is to go through the big companies. And so you can go by market cap and you can pick a few of the ones that you want to research and study. Netflix, Spotify, Tesla. I want, I want to address these with you guys. And then what I do is I go and look at their balance sheets and their income statements. And I start collating some of their data. And yes, you can do this in an automatic way and download and export the CSVs. But there's something very beautiful and tangible about doing it manually. Okay, so just in case you've never done that, finance.yahoo.com. And you come here and you just type in the company and you can type the full name, Apple. So then you click into this and it will load up the goods. And then you come to the financials. Now, I could yap on about this all day, but let me give you some really tangible takeaways that you can apply in your actual life and your real finances. And specifically, I want to be talking about your liquidity and your research and development. One thing that I'm very interested in is cash and equivalents and short-term investments. And these are very easy to find on the balance sheet. They're sort of right at the top here. And short-term investments, by the way, are investments that are to be liquidated within 12 months. So these are liquidity. So I write these in and then I do a little formula here. It's very easy to do. Approximate liquidity, which adds both of them. And then I run it as a percentage over their operating expenses and turn it into a monthly system, how many months they've got. Here we go, how many months they can buy forward based on the liquidity that they hold and relative to their operating expenses. So Amazon is fucking running a tight ship. Let me just say that. And you can see here that the average ends up being 20 months is the average of these particular companies that I've done. But HSBC is holding 155 months worth of cash. So that skews the data a little bit. I dropped it out and the average comes down to around about nine months. Nine months of liquid cash. Now, a way that you can do this personally is to do what we've been teaching for eight years now, which is to build liquid cash cushions. The companies do it. The biggest companies on the planet do it. And you are wise to do it as an individual as well. Build up six to 12 months of cash. Another great lesson to be had here is to add up the research and development spend in billions per year per company and compare it against their revenues, which is what I've done here with this percentage. By the way, not every company reports their R&D percentage, but if they do, add it up, tally it up, and the average that I get is 11.66%. So for eight years, we've been teaching, spend 10% of everything you make on your education. And the third takeaway from this lesson, and something that you'll find out for yourself if you go through the process, is not to infatuate with the people who appear to be doing so well and they look so good at the moment. Amazon has seen some enormous growth, granted. But if you were to ask me who I'd rather be, Bezos or Gates, from a financial point of view, Microsoft blows Amazon out of the water from a financial stability and longevity point of view. So the trusty old things that aren't always the popular thing at the moment can be better. Here we go, here's Amazon and here's the earnings and we have 177 billy goats in rev and three in earnings. That's called Stress City. That's called, there is a fine line between pleasure and pain with this business right now. Now, granted, last year was a really strong year for them, so they'll be fine. 
just don't infatuate with the people thinking that it's all sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops out there. And another one is Musk. A lot of people say, I want to be the next Elon Musk and all this thing, infatuate with Elon. And personally, I love Elon. Very inspiring guy, big thinker. I love the cars too. I'll probably get one. But from the company point of view, they lose money every year. They haven't made any money yet. And so there is a sustainability time clock there. And then the last one is Spotify. I know a lot of you guys use Spotify. I use Spotify. I love Spotify. Great platform. Love Spotify. But they don't make any money. And they're going backwards. And fuck that. I wouldn't want to be them. If I could summarize this whole entire lesson really quick, here's how I would do it. Firstly, build liquid cash cushions for your stability and security. And three to six months worth of your expenses minimum, six to 12 months ideally. Secondly, spend 10% of everything you earn on your personal research and development, that is books, courses, masterminds, or mentorships. All the big companies do it, you ought to do it too. Thirdly, don't infatuate with the people who look to be doing so well and look to be popular right now. Sometimes you don't always see beneath the surface. So stay in your own lane and don't compare yourself to other people. Even Elon in his interview says, sometimes I don't even wanna be me, I don't know who would wanna be me. And he's got a stressful fucking gig and you don't necessarily wanna be that, you wanna be you. And then fourth and final takeaway is remember that there is a difference between fads, trends, and classics. And the things that are fadding right now and trending right now, they come and then they go, and then they come and then they go. And often the big booms equal the big busts. So stay in your own lane and do the tried and tested things that you know work for you. Don't get infatuated with the latest fucking thing that'll come and go. Do the tried and tested timeless principles. Serve the people to the best of your ability and build long-term success.